Welcome to the Star Wars Brothers Podcast. I'm Cliff Boyd, and I'm here with John Boyd. I'm here. And Drew Shepard. Same here. Yeah, ever since I realized it's Andrew Shepard, just the camera, but put that space, that pause, and Drew and Shepard. Drew. All right. It's been a while. <laughs> but that's okay. Um, we, uh, we're back. And I still have not posted the last episode, guys. Well, for our uh, listeners, you're going to be getting these two back to back, but there are there's a big gap in between the two. <laughs> I'm sitting at the computer right now, so hopefully, as soon as we're done recording, I'll post it. So, um, I'll post what did we it even record on last time? I'm trying to remember. Was it the book? It was a novel. Yeah, the novel. <laughs> the novel. Uh-huh. And you were going to do some editing last time due to the right. uh, it's, the game it's you played. Take me. And that's kind of why I've put it off because <laughs> I'm like, it's going to take me a little bit. So, um, so yeah, after this is done, actually I have to walk after this is done. I have been, uh, scrambling at the last minute, um, this year to get all of my medical discounts. And one of those, I have to take 7,000 steps a day, at least 20 days in a month, a certain number of times for a discount i've got to track log my food um every day and i've got to uh what else oh oh guys there's this uh, (laughs) i'm all hey meditation whatever you need to do that's all great one of the things that i'm doing for my medical discount is this little app called rethink care and it's these daily meditations I guess they really help people because they all have really high ratings, but I get on there and I just cannot hardly bear it. They're only five minutes each, (laughs) but it's just like, take a moment to center your thoughts on your heart. (laughs) And then they'll just pause. Now imagine a stranger, someone you don't know. (laughs) Share with them feelings of kindness. (laughs) No. Say, I wish you well. <laughs> it's like, it's just, it's crazy. I shouldn't say crazy. <laughs> Maybe it helps people, but it's, it's just, uh, it's these daily meditations that I guess are supposed to really help, help you. And I'll be honest, a couple of them have been like, oh, it was kind of nice to just kind of have to sit down and, and pause right for five minutes and think about something nice, but boy, some of them are just kind of painful to get through. So but I found on there, there's, there's certain ones that had these piano. It's just like piano for five minutes. <laughs> you listen to the piano for five minutes and it's like, ching, check. You did your daily meditations. I'm like, okay, I can listen to five minutes of piano. Yeah, I can get by. Yeah, after, after the podcast today, I've got to go walk. I got to do 7,000 steps uh, for the day. And let's see, I'm, my, my, I'm, I'm realizing through this, it's actually probably a good thing. Because I'm realizing through this that my lifestyle is, is pretty sedentary. I mean, I knew that, but it's harder, uh, you know, you face it when you're, when you're forced to track things. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm at, I'm at 3,800 steps, but I have to hit seven. I'm to get a dog to hook your phone to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've heard uh, of people like they'll take, they'll go for a walk, but they'll take a, their, their spouse's Fitbit with them too. So they're in like double steps. <laughs> or a little bitty time. steps. <laughs> yeah right you just walk <laughs> run your arms really fast i probably got a few right there let's see yeah i'm still saying 3886 so Bummer. can't fool the apple watch no nope. um anyway immediately after i'm realizing i sit down at the computer to record so i could post the episodes right after but i won't be able to because i'm gonna have to go out and make sure i get my steps in before midnight so um so that's uh you know it's part of what's going on with me what's new with you drew Wow. So quick follow-up to that. How long is 7,000 steps for you? What is that like mileage per day? I, I don't know. I think it's a couple of miles, something like that. Okay. Maybe two, two miles or so. So, so I probably walked in total about a mile and that includes like walking to the car, you know? Yeah. That's pretty much all I've done. Walk around the house and chase the kids around and walk to the car. Yeah. <laughs> is, is literally it today. So I guess that, you know, maybe that gets me 3,800 steps. Just, just from that. So yeah, I was gonna say I work from home and I just check mine and I'm at like five to seven a day. So five to seven uh, steps a day. Yeah. Five to seven thousand. <laughs> so uh, get your Wally set up in there. <laughs> 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 uh, 
You're so good, John. I'll give you That's pretty good. That. Yeah. It's going up and down the stairs, I guess. You can go to your activity or you can go to the Apple Health app, I think. Uh, let us know when you find it, Drew. We'll compare well, <laughs> compare notes here. <laughs> compare, yeah. This is what now the Star Wars people want really to know. Yeah, the crazy right. thing is back when I worked in physical locations, my steps were insane. Well, it says oh, no, I've you only know what? Gone. Actually, when I recorded, sorry to interrupt you, Drew, I just have to correct the record here because when I recorded last night, I actually walked past midnight by about 20 minutes. So about 20 minutes of that walking, that 3,800 steps is actually just uh, um, just me ending my my workout yesterday. I'm actually going a little bit further than it requires, which is which is good. So I think I'm more around like around 2000 if I, if I just do my normal day, which yeah. I guess is pretty bad. So probably good that I'm, you know, being given an excuse to go out and walk and I've been enjoying it. Well, mine's worse. I, I just found mine and it is uh, 1042. So clearly oh, I've okay. gone places yeah, yeah, today. Yeah. Um, there you go. <laughs> but tying that in with, I'll say I, yeah. I'll cut myself some slack because Saturday we had some friends visiting us from Jacksonville and mm-hmm. some family from Gainesville visiting us. And uh, the girls wanted to go see the gingerbread houses that they have at Disney, at the different Disney hotels. Yeah. And, oh, cool. Yeah. How many so, are there? Uh, there is one that is a, it is a house that they sell gingerbread out of that's in the hotel mm-hmm. lobby at the Grand Floridian. Cool. And then there's a, several others that they have. I think at Animal Kingdom Lodge, there's a, a zebra, like a baby zebra and a baby giraffe that are made out of gingerbread. And they're sort of life size, baby size. Cool. Yeah. Um, and there's a few others throughout, but we visited four of the resorts. And so okay. we did a ton of walking because uh, this time of year, you just can't park in the parking lot. You have to actually park at the mm, TTC right. ticket center and take the yeah. monorail, get off, walk. And so um, Magic Kingdom, the- you went to Magic Kingdom. Well, you know, yeah, we didn't have tickets, but uh, right. we, we parked at the parking lot for it. And at the end of the day... Wait a minute. You didn't have tickets? What do you mean you didn't have tickets? Like to get into Magic Kingdom. You're a pass holder. Yeah, Was yeah. Was it a they Christmas didn't. party? They didn't. Oh, they Kingdom. didn't. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right. So <clears throat> Disney on the cheap, you know, the, the best way to do no, it. No, I love doing that. I can't I can hardly ever convince Shauna to do that kind of stuff with me, but I love doing oh, resort hopping, so... Yeah, I know. And you don't, it's, you don't need a pass. You just go do it. Go hang out at Disney Springs, walk around the Lego store, you know? Yeah. Uh, wait in a three hour line for a cookie, you know, just do whatever you do, whatever I, you need to do. To I mean, it wasn't three hours, but I was guilty of 30 minutes waiting in line for a gingerbread cookie. So. Okay. Um, okay. I was more referring to the Disney Springs Gideons. Oh cookies, yeah. Fair. Which are always like three hours plus. <laughs> so good though. <laughs> they are good. Um, go to the alternate location <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely uh but we ended up going seven and a half miles on saturday okay and so it's like okay i i did pretty good that's that's more than i go any day ever right so yeah. but that was a lot of fun you know i used to be a runner and i say used to be until very recently i would have said yeah i'm a runner i haven't run in a while and i just don't have any motivation to run like i could instead of walking i could run right and literally the reason i'm not doing it is because i don't want to have to take a shower when i'm done <laughs> i just want to be able to walk and go to bed you know uh it's that's pretty pathetic i, I suppose but uh, it's too um, hot it's not uh, no I'm, I'm walking drew i'm walking at like 11 p.m most nights so. oh okay yeah it's not hot <laughs> well i'm trying to get cut some slack but in like the 20s at 11 p.m yeah. here so oh yeah 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 i did uh last night actually i walked i walked to this neighborhood that i didn't know existed i was walking through it and all these christmas lights up and i was like it's kind of kind of a neat little neighborhood hidden back in here and um well lit you know just a very much like a builder went in there and put street lights everywhere and put a bunch of houses up and all close together and a bunch of them have christmas lights you know very cookie cutter houses so it's easy to kind of put lights up you know sort of just made for that and um i walked down this little cul-de-sac and there's this dog that i guess was in an electric fence and he just started barking i mean he saw me coming he was like at the end of a cul-de-sac so he saw me coming and loud barking just first i was like "Uh oh what am i getting myself into but i kept walking and um then i get about halfway over there 
and the neighbor comes out, just starts yelling at that dog. Be quiet. <laughs> We're trying to sleep in it. As if the dog can understand what it's saying. Just be quiet. What are you doing? Barking. What are you even barking at? <laughs> that, dog's like, at night. <laughs> that dog's like, he's barking too. <laughs> oh my right. goodness. And then I said, he's barking at me. I'm on a walk. She said, what are you doing walking at 12 o'clock at night? The whole neighborhood's awake. <laughs> oh, man. I just kept walking. I didn't even look at her. I just walked. I, I didn't even steps. turn around. I just oh. walked in the, the cul-de-sac, turned around and left. Oh, my goodness. She mumbled under her breath on her way back into the house. You know, I don't know. What she was Crazy people. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I can see being pretty upset that you got woken up in the middle of your sleep by a super loud neighbor dog but i don't think that's my fault for walking in the neighborhood no that's not your fault <laughs> no mm-hmm. anyway um i think it i think it was more shock than anger at me just like oh, what are you doing here <laughs> who does that <laughs> oh john how do you get so many steps a day i don't know um i got a ton when i was uh hunting just walking around on my property, um, hmm. walking back and forth from the yeah from the deer blind, and, and uh, I mean, I do have I don't know. I guess I just walk around a lot. Do you hunt daily? Uh, I did during gun season. Um, oh, wow. Gun season's over. I missed the oh. second. I missed the last week because uh, I was in hmm. Little Rock. Um, did you get one? But it's no, no. I saw plenty, but okay. they were all little. They were uh, they were all bucks, but they were all little babies button bucks and spikes mm. and i'm not gonna i'd let william shoot one of those but i'm not gonna shoot one of them myself um mm-hmm. yeah and so i've got my uh my crossbow and uh so i'll i'll get back out there later crossbow season's like through february so really huh okay that's when i was a youth minister in, in little rock somebody gave me a duck one time <laughs> <laughs> was it cleaned already yeah, clean, oh, okay. ready to go. I didn't really know how to cook it. Um, I think I actually brought it to a. You know what I did is I brought it with me to a, a holiday, and Dad cooked it, and it wasn't good. <laughs> I don't think he knew what he was doing. It was uh, fine. It was like okay, right, whatever. Dad probably has never cooked duck before. Either. No, I don't think he had. I think he just experimented, like, and, and oh. I mean, it was edible. It was edible. It wasn't like gross. Yeah, anything, but, yeah. Duck is fantastic if it's cooked right. I mean, the skin gets really crispy. The the meat is really juicy and dark. So right, it's a good thing to go for on a cruise. You know, mm. you don't have to pay for it. Yeah, our cruise didn't have duck. Come to think of it, oh, that's a shame. Yeah, usually they'll have duck or something like one of the nights. You know, but mm. I don't think they did anyway. When you cook John, the duck, for you. Oh, go ahead. And I go uh, ahead. when you cook well, the duck. Yeah. What about duck cooking? Uh, I was going to say, when you cook the duck, um, especially if you roast it, you know, get all the drippings in a pan or whatever. Right. And that stuff is amazing. You can cook mm. anything in that. It's better than butter. Um, mm. It is fantastic. Okay. So, Do you cook duck? Does Amy hunt duck? No, no, but I've cooked it before. Oh. Um, you know, they sell that public. So we just buy it there from time oh. to time. And Okay. Make some like cut up some new potatoes and then roast it in that, you know, the, the fat. I mean, it, oh, it's fantastic. So. Now, Amy's family is pretty much purely deer hunting, right? Oh, yeah, that's all they do. Yeah. And John, you'll be proud. She has bucked out for this year already. Well, good. <laughs> nice. Eat, so, what you'll is be that? eating good soon. How many is that for y'all? Uh, two, two bucks. So she got okay. two eight points. So. Okay. Two we can only get one, a one a year. And so some of these that were kind of smaller, I was like, I don't want to waste my one, nah. you know, and then uh, you can get as many doe as you want. As uh, many? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. We're in, I guess it's because we're in this farm country and they destroy these fields. And, uh, and so, yeah, you can, you can, uh, your, your normal deer license comes with one, you get one buck and four doe, and then you can buy more. Uh, four more doe tags for 30 bucks and you can just buy them as often as you want um wow. as long as yeah. it's within season so yeah yeah i mean you know people knock uh knock hunting you know killing animals and all that stuff but boy if we didn't have hunters we'd have some problems 
yeah. had problems. Yeah. Those deers would be dying of disease and, you know, farms would be oh, yeah. overrun. And be, our food supply would get messed up. I mean, if that, even, that predator even more prey, in the roads. we got to be predators, yeah. you know, for the economy, to, or not the economy, the ecology. 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 Definitely. I guess so. Ecosystem. Appropriately. Yeah. Ecosystem. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, maybe there's another way to do it. We could get robots to do it for us. Just get yeah. drones to go out and Just slice their necks. <laughs> <Slice>. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, so yeah, I was in uh, I was in Little Rock for Thanksgiving. My uh, car broke down and will be there until Christmas. Uh, getting mm-hmm. that stinks. Um, so that's uh, that's kind of been a, a big thing. Uh, we were going to record last week, except for your car. Yeah, right? I was stuck in Little Rock uh, still. Yeah. Because I was still figuring that out, so I did take a bus home uh, from Little. How Rock. was that? It was a nine-hour bus ride. Um, oh, interesting. How was and, it? Uh, I've done it before, and when I did it the first time, there was hardly anybody on the bus. Not not packed at all. Uh, Cliff, you, are you still with us, Drew? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay. We may have lost Cliff, and if we lost Cliff, we may have lost the recording. Mm, the red light's still flashing on the recording, but I don't know about. Will make a difference. Nope. And well, it still says recording. John Boyd is the host now. It says I'm the host. Congratulations. <laughs> Welcome to the Star Wars Brothers podcast. I'm your host, John Boyd. And I'm uh, your co-host. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, we get to take over this podcast. Now we'll get some listeners. Yeah. Um now that Cliff is out of the picture, we are making this thing. We are rocking this thing. No more games. No more just, silly games just, where, he's, where he's always the winner. Just Star Wars. <laughs> oh, he's right. oh, we get, we got him. <laughs> oh, man. It says oh, it's still us. recording. Yes. So I the think, recording never looks went like away. I got booted and then came back in yeah. and we're good. So, yep. There we well, go. My Bluetooth uh, headset died. Sorry, guys. I missed what it My, uh, my 15 saying. seconds of fame are over, I guess. I took over the podcast. <laughs> You'll just have to briefly to took over the podcast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, no, anyways, I'll, I'll go a little quicker. The car died, took the bus ride. Um, no, I was saying I've done it before and it wasn't crowded at all. Uh, this time I got on the bus and there were no empty seats. Um, I mean, I, there, there were buddy seats, you know. And uh, so I looked for the person that looked like they had been in prison the least amount of time. <laughs> uh, asked them if I could sit down. They kind of grunted. I took that as a yes. And I sat down. Um, okay. And then, uh, yeah, got to Memphis um, where the, the hub is for, for Greyhound. A um, bunch of homeless people kind of swamped the bus station. Uh, four cop mm-hmm. cars came in and ran them all off and, Mm. It, was, it was a crazy experience. Uh, that sounds wild. Nine long hours. Um, so I'm back. Um, but other than that, I did get an Xbox. I told y'all today just in text. But yeah, I got an Xbox. I actually had it last time we, were, we recorded and forgot to mention it. But um, I've mainly been uh, honestly playing Fortnite with people from church. So there's... Uh, okay. There's a family at church and they have uh, uh, they have like four Xboxes and four TVs and they uh, they all play together. And so sometimes I jump in on their games. OK, well, John, you got to get Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I know. Now that it you have the capacity, the capability awesome. to play it, you, you will love it. Yeah, you'll love it. And you've got to st- if you don't love it at first, you have to stick with it because it is worth it for the story. I mean, it is incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. For the ending, for everything about it, it's just so good. I don't want to say anything more than that, but you will not you will not be unhappy <laughs> that you played through that game. <clears throat> yeah, I've never I don't think I've ever ridden a Greyhound. We went to London. There's a lot of buses over there. I took a train one time. When Shauna and I were dating, we took a, yeah. like a, what was it? It was supposed to be, I think, a 17-hour train ride, and it ended up being like a 24-hour train ride or something like that. Ooh. That went from, uh, where was it? From North Carolina all the way down to South Florida. Mm. And 
I mean, it was okay. It was fun because we were together and we were dating, but that's about it. Yeah. It was, it was not anything I would really want to repeat. Not as uh, idyllic <laughs> as you might right. think a train ride would be, you know? Um, but you know, I had the restaurant car, like we ate breakfast on the restaurant car. Ridiculous. It was like, you know, crazy prices. Although nowadays probably be regular prices, mm-hmm. but compared to like what things were going for back then, it was really expensive. So, um, so we didn't, you know, we were, and we were poor <laughs> in college at the time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not really working. And all I did in college is work over the summers and then blow all my money on dates during the school year. So I didn't have any, uh, I didn't have any money. To spend I could have. Looks like I could have taken a train. It would have been a hundred dollars, hundred dollars, which is twice as much as the bus. And uh, there was there was a flight you could have taken. Eighteen hours, which is uh, twice. Well, I could have, but fifty bucks to get from yeah, you're right, it's Little cheap. Rock to really close to home. I was like, <laughs> sure, that's hard to pass up. Yeah, uh-huh. bucket list, I guess. I've never been on a Greyhound either. Yeah. Any reading Maybe, done uh, on the bus? Yeah. No, no. I, uh, I kept Sweet. my laptop in my arms the whole time from kept it away from the convicts and uh, <laughs> slept with one eye open when I slept. So Smart man. It, it was <laughs> oh, the word. bus from Memphis to, uh, to home was not near as bad. It was actually a, uh, like a company that works with Greyhound. Miller okay. transportation. The buses were super nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot more space and hardly anybody on that one. But that one from Little Rock to Memphis was uh yeah, it was a mm-hmm. rough one. Crazy. And the scary thing, and this happened last time I took the bus too. You've got these people that don't speak English on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, the bus starts down in uh Texas, pretty far in Texas. And goes up to, I think, Cincinnati, uh, Ohio. And, okay. uh, and so if you don't get off that bus, you end up in Cincinnati from pretty far in Texas. So you'll stop at a major stop. And these people that don't know much English are asking, is this Cincinnati? Mm. I mean, all it would take is one person saying, yep. And you're getting off in Memphis thinking you're in Cincinnati. I mean, and that's it. You're just stuck in Memphis (laughs) and they've got like a bunch of kids with them and stuff. It was, uh, yeah, that would have been rough. Not knowing the the language, having to trust people to be like, yeah, Yeah. you're in Cincinnati, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully nobody's that. Yeah. Jerk. I mean, of course there, there are people that are, I didn't, I didn't see it happen at least. So I'm that bad of a jerk sometimes, you know, <laughs> when somebody cuts me off on the interstate and I become that bad of a jerk. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Not really. I don't. <laughs> oh, see, that's where I'm my worst is out in the car. <laughs> I mean, if somebody's zooming up to pass me on the right and I'm about to pass the guy on the left and they're about to cut me off. Oh, you better believe I'm, I'm squeezing the gas a little bit so they don't, yeah. so they don't zip through yeah. out of spite for them. But <laughs> it's like, listen, buddy, we've all been in this line. Just chill on the interstate. Chill. Like, I mean, you ain't getting in front of me. Just wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then, but then when I'm doing it, I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm, I'm, I'm literally endangering my own life by getting super close <laughs> to the person in front of me in order to, you know, not have this person be an idiot. Um, it's just like, let them pass. Who cares? Somebody wants to drive that way. You know, they'll, they'll probably die that way. So. He who lives by the pedal dies by the pedal. <laughs> All right. By the sword, you die by the sword. No, you live by the pedal, you die by the pedal. <laughs> Take your foot off the gas. All right. Barely, barely, I say unto you. Okay, so <laughs> we are um, going to talk about Star Wars Rebels. We are actually finally watching through the series uh, and we have watched four episodes so we're going to discuss those um and uh, you know i didn't uh, we'll, i might do a game or something next week we'll see i didn't i didn't get one together for today but um 
but I, I may, I may give myself another try at some kind of trivia or something like that. I just drop, you know, I dropped the ball so hard on it last time that <laughs> I just figured it'd be better to let things go smoothly tonight. It's actually not true. I just didn't take the time to do it. It wasn't planned to not do it. Um, but let's talk about, uh, let's talk about the first four episodes of star Wars rebels. Um, let's get some of y'all's initial initial. Well, you know, I guess I can go over kind of what happened um, in uh, in the episodes here. So it starts out. You've got the crew, the ghost crew. So their ship is called the ghost. Right. And, and they're stealing some guns uh, from the Empire unlawful, which is Ezra's hometown. And uh, Ezra interferes with that and. Um, gets in their way, but in doing so, he impresses Kanan on the ship. And um, they end up being on the ship together as they're flying away from, from TIE fighters. You know, I'm not going to go over every detail here, but they bring cargo to a man named Visago, uh, one of these demon, I think the demon guy, isn't it? it what, don't they have those demon guys in episode four in the cantina? I, I, believe, I believe so. I know there's, there's a guy with the horns, and I think we've yeah, seen him yeah, before, yeah. maybe somewhere in the Clone Wars. Yeah, maybe so. Anyway, they take they take the weapons to him in exchange for some intel and probably some money too. I don't really know on Wookiee prisoners, and they give away. They also steal a bunch of food, and they actually just give that away to people. Um, well, Ezra back on the ship ends up finding uh, Kanan's lightsaber while he's sneaking around along with a Jedi cube, but it, it was actually the intent of Kanan and Hera for him to find the cube specifically to see if he could solve it. It was kind of like a test because they were so impressed with him. It was like, Oh, well, let's see if he actually has force sensitivity. Um, they, uh, they end up going to save the Wookiees, but it's a trap and Ezra gets caught. He gets left behind by Zeb. Who's their big bulky crew member. Um, while he's in prison, he opens the Holocron cube. I think that's what it's called. That Jedi cube. Is that right? Holocron cube. I'm pretty sure it's Holocron cube. I think so. Um, and, and he hears Obi-Wan's message uh, to the Jedi from years ago that is, you know, was basically trust the force and uh, stay in hiding because, you know, the Jedi temple has fallen. Um, he then escapes prison, just kind of tricks the stormtroopers and sneaks out behind him, uh, locks them in his cell. And then um, the ghost crew goes back to rescue him. Hera insists. <laughs> I think pretty much everybody insists except for Zeb, um, who just doesn't like Ezra. And uh, they go back to save him. And they, they save him. He was basically, he basically already saved himself. But it was a good thing they'd come back because now he had somewhere to run to, right? So he, he ran out. And rather than having to, I guess, steal a ship or something, he was able to just hop on the ghost and fly away with them. Um, while he is in prison, though, he also, or while he's sneaking around the, the, the uh, Star Destroyer, he he overhears that the the true intel about where the Wookiees are being held. And so the ghost goes from there to rescue the Wookiees. Um, but they are followed by Agent Callus, who is um, basically brings all his stormtroopers and a uh, big assault to stop them and capture them or whatever he's going to do. I think he's, He's been following the ghost crew. I think before this, the ghost crew was kind of on his radar because they were doing a bunch of stuff. And uh, um, during this interaction, Kanan comes out as a Jedi, basically, you know, says, um, oh, what is I wrote down the quote. Uh, Oh, what was the context? It was so good. The, The exact words that he said is, kid. I'm about to let everyone in on the secret. So I'm say, is this a secret? You know, what are you doing? What's code 22 or whatever they said? Is, it, is that a secret? Uh, let me in on the secret. He says, kid, I'm about to let everybody in on the secret. And he stands up and reveals himself as a Jedi. Um, anyway, they, they fight, they run around, they escape with the Wookiees. Um, and Ezra at the end of that becomes Kanan's apprentice. So why don't we stop there for a minute and talk about those first two episodes? Because uh, these were part one and part two that were sort of the introductory episodes to the series. What did you guys think? Um, so for our listeners who do know this, we have watched The Clone Wars previously. We have watched yeah, right. Bad Batch previously. <laughs> and so coming off at the end of Clone Wars, that was sort of my mindset still with that um, coming into this. And 
I found myself having a little bit to sub like lower my expectations a little bit because, you know, again, at the end of Clone Wars, there was a lot of hype, a lot of really uh, yeah. great episodes. It was a super high at the end of Clone Wars. And even though there was a, a large time in us between us watching it, that's sort of still fresh in my mind going into this. And I found myself having to sort of like reevaluate how I'm watching this. Like, all right, these are, these are new characters. This, I need to get a better feel for these characters. Um, because granted there was excitement, there was action, but it yeah. wasn't at the level of the end of clone wars where we left off. Um, true. Absolutely. That's the case. Yeah. With that said though, I love the animation of season one of rebels compared to the animation of season one of clone Wars. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so just first initial thoughts there. So, so I'd say I, uh, for, for years, have heard people say that they li- really liked Rebels that did not like Clone Wars, okay? Um, now, I don't think any of these people seriously watched either. It was mm-hmm. watching it with their kids, right? Right, um, on in the background or whatever. Yeah, and, and so yeah. more of just, a, eh, you know, oh, that Rebels, that's kind of cool. Um, I have also attempted to watch Rebels Mm, probably two times okay um before we ever how far did you get when you when you did about about three four episodes in okay okay okay. um and hated it hated it both both times i tried to watch it now this is years ago because this is before we started the star wars brothers podcast which is like i mean we've been doing this for forever um this is episode 51 (laughs) i think uh and uh and i'll say this time i loved it um it it wasn't i've I've got my mind right on it too i'm not expecting the darkness of um you know clone wars that we saw and be just i'm i'm just not right but i loved it and and i am actually now that we've read the book ezra's gamble i'm actually really glad we did uh, not Ezra's gamble. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, the the other one, the uh, the new dawn, a new dawn, the, yeah. a new dawn. Yeah, Ezra's I gamble. I, no, 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 no. I still could <laughs> do without oh, Ezra's okay. gamble. A new dawn. I'm actually really glad that we read a new dawn, um, because it kind of helped helped me uh, get prepared mentally for this. Um, and I was the whole time I was watching it, I was like, man, this is awesome. I love this. Uh, which I did not expect to do because my previous two times trying to watch it, I just couldn't get into it. And I just thought it was stupid. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to continue. I'm, I'm with you guys. I, well, I guess more with John. Um, I get what you're saying, Drew. I, I don't think it's, you know, we, we did leave the Clone Wars on a really big high, but there's something about the light heartedness and pacing of rebels along with just the quality level it's like it's all really well done there's not like a like you know what i mean um certainly for we got that at the beginning of clone wars i even felt some of that toward the end of clone wars even though i really liked it there was some sort of pacing that i would sort of find myself being like okay no i've got to watch this you know but with Rebels, I just enjoyed myself the whole time. You know, I just thought it was a fun ride from beginning to end. Um, and I didn't get bored. Even on the stupid, we're going to talk about episode the fourth episode here in a little bit. Even on that stupid episode, I, I kind of enjoyed myself through it, you know. Um, but uh, but I'm, I'm in. I'm, I loved it. So I got big uh, Aladdin vibes. Whoever made this series must have just finished watching Aladdin. Uh, the movie because when they when they wrote it because I mean there's so many moments for one thing Ezra looks like Aladdin yeah <laughs> I can like see it. that now I he's a thief that. running around on the streets of Jothel instead of the this is it Jothel the streets of Jothel instead of the streets of Agrabah but he's stealing food he's helping people like Goatman is is caught for stealing fruit and he runs up and and you know uh, distracts him and then steals a helmet and calls an order to scare him away from the Goatman and yeah, you no. Know, um, Goatman is up in like Jasmine, this tower right. that overlooks the town, just like Aladdin does. What'd you say, Drew? 
I said, so Goatman is to Jasmine as the yeah, palace yeah, guards right, right. are to the Imperial. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, Kanan literally calls him a street rat in the first episode. He calls him a street rat. <laughs> Riff rat, street rat. And then in the second episode, he's playing with the holocron and trying to figure out what it is. He says, what a worthless piece of, <laughs> just like when Aladdin has the lamp and says, what a beat up worthless piece of junk. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, there were so many things. Kanan is just Jedi Aladdin. It's yeah. awesome. It made me love him. Like when I realized that, I'm like, oh, this is very Aladdin. Like, I don't know. And just like, glad Obi Wan wasn't like 10,000 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> but what if Aladdin was a Jedi, right? That's kind of what I'm seeing this series. Like, this is. This is the show where Aladdin becomes a Jedi. This is awesome. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in. I loved it. You know, I wonder if this is the first. Did Disney own Marvel with Clone Wars? Or was it they Rebels when they really took over? They owned it. But I think Rebels had already been being produced prior to Disney taking it over. Because it came out pretty. This is 2014, I believe, that this that this released. I could be wrong. You know, I don't know if you want to, I want to try to check me on that. Um, John, are you checking? Yeah, I'm looking. Um, I think it's 2014. 2014 was the Disney, the Disney, uh, Lucas acquisition, I think, um, or sale. I don't know if it's acquisition, sale, whatever. Um, season two and what complete season two of Star Wars Rebels was released by Disney. But what about season one? It just says season two. No, I'm pretty sure season one was as well. The acquisition was, I think, September of 2014, right? And then when did Rebels come out? Because the whole thing was when they acquired um, October when they acquired, 2014, was it was released. Okay. So it was okay. literally right after the acquisition. Yeah. And what they had done is leading up to their acquisition, or as soon as they acquired them or whatever, they said, all right, here's what we're going to do. The only things that are canon are the movies, the, the live action movies. Um, and the Clone Wars cartoon. That was it. Everything else was nixed. And so Rebels came out after that and was considered canon, you know, rolling forward. So this is the series premiered as a one hour television film, Spark of Rebellion. Oh, episode one so and that, two. That's, that was part one and two. Must yeah, that makes sense. No, go, it wouldn't have been an hour. Oh, but with commercials, it would have been an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. But anyway, yeah, definite definite Aladdin vibes. Wookie animation was bad. It, like you horrible. know, people just rarely get Wookies right, though. You <laughs> know, yeah, yeah, that's the truth. Fallen Order, horrible Wookies. They look so bad. <laughs> Wookies are just. I'm like, yeah, no Fallen hard. Order. It's awesome. And then they get to the Wookies, and I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> what have you done? I it's, was it's so like immersed. The, the only I, people to, to ever get a Wookiee creatures right has to be live action. You know? Yeah, just just the just not even work. live action. <laughs> no, not the other not. night we were at a friend's house, and we they didn't even know there was a Star Wars Christmas special. Oh no! So I said, you know, it's about an hour and forty minutes. And as big as a, of a Star Wars fan as I am, I have never made it past 30 minutes. <laughs> they're like, oh, uh, yeah, okay. Like, some Star Wars fan you are. I put it on. Within like three minutes, it's immediately apparent why. It yeah. is painful to watch. And then I started skipping forward in different moments, and we saw the weirdest stuff out of context. It's just so, <laughs> so bad. Uh, anyway. Is that the Life uh, Day special? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You can buy those robes in that globe now. Um, that oh, orb yeah. at Disney. I've been seeing. I was like, man, it's just a joke. It's a meme. Nobody likes that. Yeah, nobody likes it. It's 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 an it's an embarrassment. It is. Um, it's not even funny. Like you watch it and you're like, oh, this is going to be funny, and and it's not. It's like so bad. It's just insulting. You know, like what are you doing? <laughs> who thought this was a good idea um a couple good quotes Hera says when they when they get when so they go on the ship thinking they're saving the Wookiees and it, it was a trap you remember um and uh Hera says to Ezra right at the end of the episode before they go into episode two when she's trying to get him to go and help him 
She says, if all you fight for is your own life, then your life is worth nothing, which I thought was pretty, pretty good. Yeah. Little quote there. See what else? Anything else from these first two episodes that y'all stood out to you guys? Do you notice Chopper got a vote when they voted? <laughs> I forget what they were voting on, but they all voted on something, and Chopper got a vote. That's so, right. Uh, and he was counted. Go, it was just like, yeah, it was whether to go back and uh, save Ezra or not. Was that what the voting was? Okay, because mm-hmm. right. Hera, but Chopper did. Chopper vote, and Hera's like, well, Chopper votes for going back and saving him, so. Oh, okay. going, you know <laughs> <laughs> well maybe it was it was kind of like well since it's a tie you can vote you know uh, <laughs> I, thought I thought it was funny when the stormtrooper asked um callus was his name callus whatever yeah i think callus callus uh when he Agent got knocked Kallus. over the ledge and the stormtrooper was like first time you've seen a jedi and he just oh. knocks him off <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> oh what a callus man um, two moments of space mechanics that we don't normally see in Star Wars. One, they set up a bomb in the holding bay and the vacuum of space started sucking everybody out. Yeah. Yep. Now we actually do see that in the Disney era, right? There's, there's the whole Mary Poppins, Princess Leia moment um, that everybody makes fun of and dislikes. I don't know how I feel about it. It's been a while since I've seen it. I didn't have a problem with it at the time though, but, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but that that the mechanic of there being a vacuum in space that actually affects people was mostly absent in the Clone Wars and in the the uh, original trilogy, which I like. I like that stuff not being an issue. You know, that's more of like we're not we're not. This isn't. It's more of a fantasy show, like a fantasy western, than it is like a sci-fi scientific thing. And so when you start pulling in like, oh, but space is a vacuum and it's actually really dangerous if your systems fail or like, I don't really want to deal with that. And then the other moment was when they turned off the gravity, the artificial gravity, Mm. which was fine. But like, I don't even think we've had a mention of artificial gravity in any of the other Star Wars content that I've ever seen. Uh, Right. I don't think there's ever any artificial gravity for any for anything. Maybe there was in the Clone Wars, actually, now that I think of it. There was there was a lightsaber battle in our artificial gravity when the artificial gravity was cut off during Clone Wars, wasn't there? I don't know, in like a big hangar bay, maybe. I don't know. I'm having a hard time remembering it. Maybe that's not true. Anyway, I, I noticed that, and it wasn't my favorite thing, but it was fine. Anything else on these first two episodes? Okay. All right. So the third episode, um, they're short on money, and so they get hired to steal some disruptors, which are these really powerful guns, I guess. Uh, like, no, they didn't give us a whole lot of context on what they did. I don't think, but. They run into R2-D2 and C-3PO, who are on a secret mission, escorting some Imperial officers. Um, and uh, they end up going with the Ghost crew when they get into a fight with the Imperials. Um, and they're with them for a while. But um, uh, let's see, they steal, they steal the guns. Zen ends up getting really emotional because these are weapons that destroyed his entire people i mean i guess he's like one of the few or one of the maybe the only one left of his entire race alien race we've never seen an alien like zeb anywhere else in star wars i don't think so they were just massacred by the uh by the empire using these particular guns that they were they were stealing so he goes on this whole you know i i would rather destroy these guns than sell them and, and remove them from existence than make money off of them so for some reason 3po alerts the imperials you know, he's on a secret mission. It's like 3PO maybe doesn't get it. He's a little confused as to what's going on. And this crew's either interfering with their mission or I don't know what, what was going on with 3PO there. But R2-D2 has his head on a little bit more, you know, straight. But 3PO alerts the Imperials. The Imperial leader um, ends up catching up with them and he almost kills Zeb. But we get this moment at the end where Ezra force pushes him back and saves the day. So that's pretty much it for that episode. And then the last episode is basically just a bonding episode between Ezra and Zeb where they get sent off to gather supplies and find some fruit. Um, I don't think there's anything that was really that significant in that episode other than that they, I guess they respect each other more at the end of it than they did at the beginning. And then we're forced to sort of work together. So that was more of a filler episode to me, I, I believe, but. Um, I don't, at least I don't remember anything. Sign- I didn't write anything down that was really significant from it uh, that I recalled, but that's pretty much it. So past the introduction, what did you guys think about sort of the, the, the way we're rolling into this series? 
I like all the IP that they're bringing in. Um, R2-D2, C-3PO, and then RX-24, that was awesome. Um, Who's RX-24? He was the shuttle droid, the shuttle pilot droid. He is the original droid that was used on Star Tours, like the Star Tours ride. That's right. Like the original one. And so the fact that they actually pulled him in for this episode... I was freaking out about that. I mean, but it granted yeah, Disney Parks fan cool, in me, so. Absolutely. I didn't notice that at all. That's that's very cool. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I like, you know, and Organa obviously was there. And so I like how they're playing to their strengths of, hey, you know, some of these characters and maybe not some of them others, but yeah, yeah. we're kind of pulling them into the story here. So I appreciate them doing that. Sure. Um, obviously, we got the Inquisitors incorporated in here. We saw the Inquisitors in... Uh, what were they in? Book of Boba Fett? They were pretty heavy in Book of Boba Fett. Is that right? It was, uh, Obi-Wan. No, Obi-Wan. It was Obi-Wan. Yeah, Obi-Wan. And this Inquisitor guy has a live actor that plays him now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the, like, he was the main Inquisitor from Obi-Wan. They look pretty different. I like his look in this better than in Obi-Wan. Yeah, I yeah there, was a, there was a lot of flack for, for the live action when they uh, when they were him. even yeah. just showing the commercials for Obi Wan, saying, sure. "You know, I sure hope that's not him," because they did such a. But I mean, it's whatever. People don't look the same. Yeah, they don't look the right. same. Yeah. Imagine if uh, the Clone Wars cartoon came out before um, they cast Anakin. Right. What they would think about Anakin. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? What are you guys doing? They kind of like that anyway. I guess. Although people warmed up to Anakin now. I think everybody kind of likes Oh, him. yeah. I think everybody's a fan now. Yeah. It was a big deal that he was in Obi-Wan and he really didn't do anything. <laughs> no, he really didn't. No. Suit. <laughs> it was cool that he, they used him still. So maybe they'll yeah. use him more for season two. If there is a season two. Yep. There probably will be. That's pretty much all I got to say on uh, on Rebels. I'm looking forward to continuing it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, finished Andor, guys. You got to watch Andor. You got to watch it. It's it's good. It's slow, really slow. <laughs> there it is. But it is it is worth it is worth uh, it, it's worth the time they take for it, and it's better for it. It's better for being slow. It's um, I, I was never super excited. But I, after a few episodes, there was something that was really had grabbed me, and I couldn't exactly put my finger on what it was. But but it was like, oh, I think I'm really, I think I really want to watch the next episode as soon as I can. And I, it wasn't always clear why. I guess it was always clear, um, but it wasn't like there were these huge exciting moments. No, there's a few, but um, it's it's just a really really well done, cool show uh, that makes Star Wars much more. Uh, it makes the Star Wars universe under the Imperials way more visceral, I guess I'll say. So, highly recommend. Check out Andor. Anything else you guys want to say before we part ways this evening? I guess we should talk about what we're doing next. We've got the book or the show. Um, sounds like we're leaning toward reading the book. Is that what y'all want to do? Yeah. Yeah, we can do it. Servants okay. of the Empire, first book. All right, let's try not to take two months. <laughs> Maybe I'll take a uh, seventy pages. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yo, that would have been perfect. (laughs) Only had it on your on your bus ride. Yeah, but you've already read Uh, them all, right, Cliff? No, I've never read any of them. Oh, I thought you said you got it. Oh, never mind. That was Andor you were talking about. Okay, I own the books. No, I haven't read them. I I watched all of Andor. Um, I own the books. Um, There's four of them. This is the only one. Just just the first one is all you read right now. The other ones, so, if you like it, so here's we'll what you should do as we roll along. To make sure we get it done on time, okay, you read it and record yourself okay. reading it out loud, <laughs> <laughs> and then just give you the audio book version, and then we will listen to the audio. <laughs> That's a good idea, John. Uh, I'm not doing that. I'm Cliff uh, Boyd here for Penguin Publishing. <laughs> <laughs> Penguin Publishing. We got a SWB Publishing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I'm going to Disney tomorrow. I'm going to Hollywood Studios. That's why my background's here. So, if you want to come down and join us, John. All right. I got to work in my basement.
Okay. Our pass is in, uh, uh, in about, let's see, sometime a little bit past the middle of January. So if we're going to make a lightsaber together. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> probably not anytime soon. We were going to take right. William there for uh, his 13 year old trip, which is yeah. coming up pretty soon. That's four months away. Um, but I think now we're going to take him to Washington, D.C. for a, okay. a week. So cool. That'll be fun. Way yeah. more educational, just way yeah. less Star Wars. So. Way hey, less Star Wars. Although we did hear some way more news. imperial, though. Way more imperial. <laughs> <laughs> um, Star Wars, the Galactic Star Cruiser. Oh, not really filling up anymore. So they're starting to give some discounts. Um, Are they? I haven't even looked. So at least for fifty percent off, it's still way too expensive for me. (laughs) Right. I think it's if you're DVC and you use your points, they'll give you thirty percent off. Okay. But I mean, so you're not talking at something, but but it's something, right? Something. something. Yeah. So yeah, I can't. It's not sustainable at the price it was at. No, not at all. I don't see how it could be. Only for the ultra wealthy. Yeah. Make it after the hype down. I don't think there's any excursions that are booked up completely anymore. So okay, all right. Well, you know that's some lost revenue. So, but if they lower the price too much, they they mess up their perception of value, right? Which they need to keep high. Yep. So many, so much manpower that I'm sure it takes to run that thing too. You know, it's like it probably is part of the reason why the cost is so high is because I bet it's expensive. As it's expensive to do. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, all right. That was fun, guys. Uh, if you want cool, to email cool. us, send an email to Star Wars Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. I guess I should just double check before we get off and make sure we don't have one. Forgot to do that before the show. Um, oh, and what's the book called? Can you can you say that just in case we have a listener that Servants of the Empire? They start? Servants of the Empire. And it's a, what's the series? That's the series name or is that the book name? Pretty sure that's the series name but i'll double check the series name okay yeah double check that no emails send us an email we'll read it we'll read it on the show respond to it the edge of galaxy that's what i'm thinking edge of the galaxy i think it's edge of the galaxy servants of the empire something like that the servants of the empire is the series yeah edge of the galaxy yeah oh okay servants of the empire edge of the galaxy and i think it's like a high school stormtrooper high school sports sports novel Sports, sports, Star Wars, Quidditch. That's what I think we're signing up for here. We'll see. You're going to make it harder for me to read it. That's exactly (laughs) how I feel when you say that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Thanks for listening. I'm not a big Harry Potter fan, so anytime someone says quit, yeah, me either. All right, I'm I'm out. out.